Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines, coming at you on Thursday, July 21st, 2022. Coming at you a day late because I got a late notice that I was going to the 2022 ESPYs yesterday, July 20th, Ty. Nice. So not to brag, Maurice just flapped his ears. Not to brag, but I was at the ESPYs on the red carpet wearing a suit, looking spiffy, and not really enjoying myself. Oh, tough. But could I, you could have interviewed an actor and you fucked that one up, you said. I mean, I, I probably could have, yes. There was probably a lot of people I could have interviewed if I was a lot more aggressive than I was. But, yeah. look, I wasn't trying to be aggressive. But at the end of the day, I still got a feature story out of it. It's not published or anything yet. But I think it's going to be funny. So I thought it was written well. So You got to be as aggressive as that guy who elbowed that child in the face at the All-Star game oh. uh, trying to get a ball signed. Oh, God, that was horrible. <laughs> um, I'll, give you a little, I'll give you a little snippet from my feature article. Oh, shit. I then commandeered part of date night with my girlfriend to go buy an appropriate undershirt, shoes, and tie for the occasion. Pro tip, Nordstrom Rack, or simply The Rack, as I like to call it to annoy my other half, is the place to go. White undershirt, flowery blue tie, and some slick black dress shoes, all for an affordable price that stayed in double digits. Is that, like, free sponsors? Like, what? (laughs) No, that's really happened. What are we doing? You got to give, like, you got to at least hit them up, like, A, (laughs) just a little bit. Like, just sprinkle me a little bit for this. Segway, the same night, the date night where I went to the rack and got that stuff, was the same <laughs> night that me and Riley saw Lightyear. Fuck yeah. Well, finally watched all of Lightyear. Yes, we have seen the first 20 minutes, and that actually helped us plan this logistically because we were kind of running late and stuff. Riley worked that day and everything, and Didn't we ended up care? walking into the movie 10 minutes late, but we'd already seen it. So it was like, we're good. And then that gave me even more time. Went and got popcorn, long-ass line. As soon as I come back in, was right where we let off, left off. No. It was like magic, yeah. 
That's fantastic. Yeah, it was great. Um, Lightyear, though, the latest Pixar movie. I know we're a little bit late on that, but we we obviously had our little bit of break because of illness. Tyler's mm. feeling better now, though. Feel great. Um, I got some interesting things to say about this movie. It's unlike any Pixar movie I feel like they've made other than maybe The Incredibles. Let's talk about it. Let's get into the show. 60% of the time, it works every time. Don Samos. What? We just become best friends. Yup. I'm not fucking leaving. The show goes on. Legendary Space Ranger Buzz Lightyear embarks on an intergalactic adventure alongside ambitious recruits Izzy, Moe, Darby, and his robot companion, Socks. As this motley crew tackles their toughest mission yet, they must learn to work together as a team to escape the evil Zerg. I thought I was going to get through without a fuck up. And his dutiful robot army that are never far behind. So I will say I didn't really... The early um, trailers and stuff for this movie were very vague. We had that David Bowie song and just some of the beautiful visuals. That's why I've been... Have you heard me just like singing that song right now as like we're getting ready to record? I've been singing that song. I had no idea why I was singing that song, and I'm realizing it was, like, subconscious. I was looking at the Lightyear movie poster. Um, and then, you know, I know they released more trailers with some of the stories and whatnot, uh, some of the story. Um, didn't really watch a lot of those. I had no idea if Zerg was in this. I don't know if they revealed that before. Obviously, the movie's been out for a month, so I'm sure it's been in some sort of social media. It never got to me. No, I, I think they showed it in a trailer or something. Not like him, but, like, hinted at. Yeah, so... Him. I just I was a big Toy Story fan as a kid, big Toy Story 2 fan. The scene where Buzz Lightyear fights Zerg in Toy Story 2, it's like the I think it's Andy playing or something and it's like the scene of Buzz like fighting Zerg, but it's really Andy just playing, but it makes it seem like it's real. That was my favorite scene as a kid, so seeing Zerg was pretty cool. Um Lightyear, lost my train of thought. Here it is. 75% on Rotten Tomatoes tie, 84% audience score. It's not you said during the break and I said it's an interesting Pixar film and that's because it doesn't feel holy pixar mm-hmm. um pixar has been you know kind of known for telling these um these thought-provoking and emotion-based stories and everything and this really isn't as much of that even though i will say i did cry like 20 minutes in this film um when he comes back and she's dead and she leaves him that little video message mm-hmm. or whatever i did cry that's, the, fir- that's the first much time. more than 20 minutes i think the first time not the second time oh yeah it has to be early then if you did see it twice. <laughs> it might have been more than 20. I don't know. But so, but in terms of the overall themes and kind of what Pixar usually does, it's not kind of like that. And if you look at the Pixar movies that have come out, and this is something we have talked about, I think in the last Pixar, which would have been Turning Red, which I, was a great movie, um, you know, that they had an absolute bop. It told a good story and it was things. But <laughs> that kind of, I don't know, like you look at the la- the, the last few movies, like, they went on their sequel run, Finding Dory, Cars 3, and I'm going to intentionally skip one here, but Finding Dory, Cars 3, Incredibles 2, Toy Story 4. And then we have, like, the I'm going to call it the New Age Pixar, where Onward, Soul, Luca, Turning Red, Lightyear. Well, Lightyear's kind of a sequel, too, so I guess it's those four, where it's like they're almost trying to catch some of that magic from the original Pixar 10, is what I'm going to call it, because Toy Story 3 started at, at number 11. Um, and there's been good ones after that, obviously, like Inside Out, like Coco, the one I skipped. Time but it's out. Like, yeah. You're not giving Toy Story 3 credit for being elite? It's a great movie, but it's a it's a sequel. It's not a new property that they made that, you know what I mean? 
Toy Story 2 is in that 10. Call it the Pixar 9, then. Okay, the Pixar 9. Um, you know, Cars being the best, obviously. Um, and we've had the conversation, <laughs> like, has Pixar peaked? And it's like, I don't know. It's an interesting conversation because I think this isn't a bad movie. And with Pixar, you kind of just have such a low, uh, such a high floor as is. But, like, these movies, these last five, as much as I liked Onward, as much as I liked Soul and kind of the, the tones of death and dealing with that, like, they don't compare to the original Pixar movies. Now, that being said... Was it just because we were kids and we were dumb? No, because I go back and rewatch those and they're still great. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. It's weird for me how they've transitioned. Like that, it. I feel like we don't get Pixar movies anymore. We get Disney movies that Pixar makes. Mmm. Are you blaming Disney? Yeah. Ever since Disney bought them, even though I think Cars and Ratatouille and Wall-E came out under the Disney umbrella, because I'm pretty sure they bought them in like 2006 range. But those movies were probably already in production before Disney See, bought there's, it. There's a transition period there where it's like you're getting rid of what Pixar wanted to make. And now you're bringing Big Big D into it. January 24th, 2006. I, I, didn't, I didn't mean that as an innuendo. Um, Disney. So I'm assuming at, on in January 2006, I'm assuming Cars, Ratatouille, and Wally were already in production. Maybe even up. Who knows? Mm. Um, I wonder, and he is very controversial and he's not a good person and he's had a lot of like workplace harassment stuff and none of that is condonable in the, in the slightest but how much of that has to do with uh, John Lasseter you know he went from Pixar to being the production head of Disney Animation and now I don't believe he's has the job because of all the the allegations and everything I don't know there might even be more than allegations I just don't want to speak out of turn um John Lasseter yeah currently runs Skydance Animation that's right he went and started his, his own thing because Disney fired him after all that I'm pretty sure or he left whatever the story is ever since he left maybe you know when he went and focused on the Disney movies and you think about the Disney animation movies that they've come out with like I mean I don't think Frozen's as good as uh the the original Pixar movies but it's the fucking biggest movie they've made the last 20 years it's the biggest movie they've made since Aladdin Beauty and the Beast and all that um you know and you got movies like Encanto, which, you know, swept, you know, everyone loved Encanto. That felt like a Pixar movie almost. Um, the Bob's Burgers movie? No, not that one. Um, I don't know. It's, it's it's interesting. It's weird that they consider The Lion King as an animated movie because I guess it technically was animated. Just the most incredible. Moana. Moana's another one. That one was huge, and that felt like a just a Pixar property. Yeah. Um, I really like Zootopia. I don't know. It's interesting. Now, I say all this not to say, like, this movie's bad. It's just I, I wasn't like a huge rebound like I kind of was hoping for, even though I did enjoy the film. Yeah, I I don't know. It's it's fine, but it left so much more like you wanted so much more out of it, being that it's a Pixar movie. And it's I, I've honestly I've hit the point to where like I'm I'm not excited for their stuff anymore. Wow. Like I'm, I'm going to watch them and we're going to talk that just about called becoming an adult. No, no, I don't think so because I love watching their older stuff. Fair, and sure, maybe nostalgia, but like it's just they're just not as good. They're not as enjoyable. It's not as good as stories. It's not as original. The visuals don't blow me away like they used to. Even in this film, <laughs> Toy Story Four, though. <laughs> Even this film, eh? Really? Maybe. Look, going into this, my biggest thing was. I can't fucking wait to see how much they improve on space since Wally. Yeah, I didn't notice any improvement on space. Well, they weren't in space very often, to be fair. They were. Kind of they their, were their enough. <laughs> they were enough. How much can you improve 
just an empty black void. That's what I was really intrigued to find out. <laughs> and if anyone could do it, it's these guys. They should have done like some cool galaxy yeah. scenes or something. Yeah. Go by the like fucking not the Milky Way, but you know, like different shits like that where it's just like, you know, pink and blues and swirls and lights and we just we just got black. Like those telescope photos that were released. Did you see those? Yeah. Ty, I don't know like why I'm on such a space kick right now, but like I just space blows my mind and I'm very interested and I want to learn more about it. When those photos got released, I was just like scrolling through them, like literally audibly going, Wow. <laughs> like by myself looking at the photos, audibly gasping and Yeah. I know I know things. like all the famous space nerds were really excited about them. That's how I felt. Yeah. Like I found out the day before I didn't know about this. I'm sure all the, you know, astrology people, this has been months in the making, whatever. Yeah. I found out the day before and I was like, I am so excited for this. And like the next morning when I woke up, like I that was the first thing I checked. I, I sat outside and watched the most recent lunar eclipse. That happened like a month ago. So I'm I'm in I think a space. I was outside for that too. I feel like I remember that happening, but I don't remember watching it. I took time out of my day, went and sat on the curb. Nice. Staring at the moon. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Where was I? I definitely saw that. That was when the moon got blocked by the earth. So the, where sun. The, the earth is in between the sun and the moon. Yeah, so the moon like goes black for yeah. real quick. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. I definitely saw that. I don't remember where I was. Um, I just love shit like that because not as much like looking at it, but more so just like, I'm so confident that that's how religion was started. <laughs> You're not wrong. I mean, look at like the Greek and Roman mythologies. It's literally like the planets yeah. and the 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 sun god and, you know, so like whenever the moon went like you know how many virgins probably died on any lunar eclipse from the years like why virgins? Like sacrifice virgins to like the fucking moon god or whatever. Just people in general. Well, yeah, All a, a lot of people died. A yeah. lot of people died because of lunar eclipses. And how pissed do you think they would have been to find out that's that's a shadow? Is that like a an in depth article you need to write for like National Geographic? It's just like lunar eclipse, nature's undercover killer, or something it's, like that. It's got such a. I bet there's more people who have died due to lunar eclipses than in World War II. <laughs> that's a big claim. I don't know. All of history, all of history, they don't know what's going on. They're just like, let's fuck it, let's kill Sharon. You're probably not wrong, Ty. You're probably not wrong. Um. I will ask you, though, you said this movie left you with more to be desired. Did you watch the post-credit scenes? I didn't. Oh, okay. They were pretty much... I was. I, I looked them up. They were pretty much pointless. Yeah. I thought there was going to be an Andy one. That was the whole reason I fucking stayed. I was like, there was going to be some cool one of Andy coming home, whatever. There wasn't. A little mm -hmm. pissed off about that. Yeah. They should have. It's such an easy fucking thing to do. It was two, like, joke ones and then one with just, like, spoiler Zerg. alert. Zerg is still alive. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't. They just need to hire us to be their post-credit people. All of Disney for yes. Marvel and Disney films. How hard is it to animate Andy coming out of the theater with like Woody in his pocket? You don't fucking have to get what's his name to voice Woody. You could just have limp ass Woody mm. in his pocket. Yeah, and him saying like, "Mom, I want a Buzz Lightyear toy." How fucking hard is that? Or you just like hear like something in the background and it just zooms in on like a theater seat and you just see like Woody's foot hanging out of a kid's pocket where it says Andy and you, it's like him in the theater and you know it's him watching the movie. Yeah. How hard is that? They did, they released like a picture on social media. How hard is it to animate that little post credit scene? Can't be hard. Instead, we got the fucking the guy sitting at his desk and then the fucking bug flies in the laser and he goes <laughs> lasers. Mm. I just whatever world Andy lives in because this is the movie. Was why he bought Buzz Lightyear. Okay, continue. They're they're 
cinematography is well ahead of ours because <laughs> this is 1996. This is a 1996 film. Okay, we just well, watched. here's a question for you. Yeah. In Andy's world, this isn't animated. This is a live action film. Oh, correct. Shit. Yeah. And I noticed. I'm sure. I mean, I don't really know what part of the the podcast the the ranking scale to talk about this. So I'll talk about it now. Kind of Star Warsy. Do you think that was by design? Like the way they presented Zerg, kind of like Vader when he was first going through the ship, and he was kind of like, okay, yeah, a and, little bit, and like and the then, spaceship sitting in the sky, like a like a star destroyer or something. Well, even and, like with the ships and the the hyperspace, or not hyper, whatever they called it in this movie, and even when fucking old Buzz, which spoiler again, we find out Zerg is old Buzz. Don't know how I feel about that as a Toy Story. Mm-hmm. Is that part of canon? I don't know. Um, Gotta be. <laughs> um, when he comes out of his thing. He literally says, like, no, I'm not – or he, I, he may have made a joke, I'm your father, and then said, haha, just kidding. Or he said, no, I'm not your father. But they directly made a father joke but when well, he revealed he, himself. Young Buzz said, dad. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. So it was – they kind of had a little bit of hints of Star Wars, which I was going to ask you, like, is this, like, Andy Star Wars? And was that intentional? Shit, maybe. Like, because that's I the don't genre. Think so, it's like sci-fi, maybe. blah, blah, yeah. blah. Um, my other question I had for you – it's not really a question. It's more of a comment – is I'm pretty sure it's the Green Brothers who do this every single Pixar movie that comes out on YouTube, but there's that giant Pixar theory that every movie is in the same universe. Yeah. This directly shatters it. No, doesn't it doesn't. It? This is a movie that exists in that universe. So simple. Such a, they literally said But the this movie is, itself the doesn't. The movie Toy Story has Buzz Lightyear. That toy is based on this movie. That's such an easy, that's so easy. They're just like, yeah, this is a film that exists in that giant connected Pixar universe. I don't like that. I so simple. It's their shortest YouTube video yet. <laughs> Can I zag a little bit? How about new theory? Every other every other Pixar movie is a movie in Andy's universe. How about that? Andy's universe is the home universe, and, and we just got else, films. Yeah, those are all his live action. They had a live action rat for Ratatouille in Andy's universe. Say that one more time. He they had a live action rat. For Andy's Ratatouille, because if this is a live-action film for Andy, Buzz Lightyear, okay, they couldn't have animated a rat. Maybe, no, it's not a live-action. Okay. It's a puppet. It's a puppet. Now, hold on, though. Here's my issue. which Because they don't only make live-action films in Andy's universe. How do which, you know? It's 1996, baby. Which Pixar films are animated and which Pixar films are live-action in Andy's universe? I'm going to throw one out there. Cars has to be animated still, right? Yeah, probably. Are they doing live-action cars with eyeballs? <laughs> It's like Kirby. Oh, fuck. There you go. Counterpoint. Let's go through them. <clears throat> I just, I'm. you need to rip this right off the rip. Yeah. Don't think about it. Just give me the answer. Live action or yeah, animated. Toy Story. Well, that's his own fucking universe. It's not a movie. <laughs> oh, shit. Universe. That's the one that, bro, that's the first one, too. That's what started it all. That's exactly. why everything else is just yeah. a film in this. Bugs Life. Animated. Toy Story 2. That, that still continues. <laughs> Monsters, Inc. Live action. Finding Nemo. Puppets. Animated. Incredibles. Oh, definitely live action. 100%. Cars. I'm saying live action, Kirby style. We're sticking with Ratatouille live action? Live action puppet. Like a little, like a, like the Muppets. Wally. That's animated. Up. That's live action. Toy Story 3 does not count. Cars 2. That's live action, baby. Brave. Live action. Monsters University. I don't remember what I said the first time. Animated. <laughs> Inside out. Live action. Mm. I'm going to go... Um, who framed Roger Rabbit? This is a combination. Everything in the real world is live action. The emotions are animated. Oh, I like that. I the, like that. The good dinosaur. Animated. Yeah, we're not doing like Jurassic World. 
<laughs> How would the good dino look if they had like a realistic? Well, I guess that's just that one dino movie. But that's still animated. There's no real dinosaurs, Ty. They're dead. You still have to animate it unless it's a robot. Are you going to sit here with a fucking straight face and tell me Jurassic Park's an animated movie? Yeah, the you haven't seen like CGI Twitter that's like, man, Jurassic Th- Park 3 CGI was in 1994 and it still looks better than it people did now or whatever. I'm just, I'm, there were robots, but I'm sure, pretty sure there were CGI too. Whatever, we're jumping down Coco. Mm, live action. Onward. Live action. What about Cars 3? I, I said we're jumping down. You've well, already answered they, what these universes Well, no, Cars 3 is animated. They changed it. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Soul. Live action. Wow. Soul? Yeah. <laughs> Luca. Live action. Turning red. I'm going to go animated on that one. Oh. Yeah, I don't hate that. Okay. And again, Lightyear, live action. Yes. Fuck yeah. Man, this became such a big fucking tirade. This is totally off. Uh, have we started this? Sca- I don't. This no, is we all haven't. we had to talk about. I'm fine okay, going. Final down these two questions holes. for you before we go. Number one what was my first. Well, not question? before we go. No, I have two more questions for you before we go on the scale. Oh, okay. Your first, my first question was, did you see the post credit scene? Now, my second question is, yeah. will they make a sequel to this? Because it's not getting totally well received, but I'm pretty sure it still made like a billion dollars. Um, I can tell you how much it made. I have it pulled up right here. A hundred and two hundred and thirteen million so far. That's it. Uh, yeah, it's. So I mean, without COVID, Onward was the last movie I saw before COVID hit. So like, people were were still scared. Um, Toy Story. Oh 4. wow! Pixar movies don't make as much as I thought they did. I mean, Toy Story four made a bill. Incredibles two made a bill. Coco eight hundred, Cars three, three hundred and eighty three. Is this worldwide? Because I have completely different numbers. Yeah, this is worldwide. Okay, I guess on this Wikipedia. Is just... This is the lowest grossing Pixar movie to date, um, not including Onward, Soul, Luca, and Turning Red for COVID releases. Wow. Toy Story one back in nineteen fucking whatever. Is this adjusted for inflation? Where are you seeing these numbers? Uh, oh, box office on Wikipedia. You got to scroll down a little bit. I don't think it is. I think these are raw. Box office gross. Wow. Lightyear just. Wow. I'm. I'm shocked. I'm bewildered. Is that people boycotting because Tim Allen's not in it? It's people boycotting because there's gay characters and, you know, how this country is. Yeah, you're probably not wrong there, honestly, because that fucking 10 seconds of a gay character on screen is going to turn your kid gay. Um, also, I will say Andy's uh, Andy's universe. More accepting than ours. Way, way less problematic. I want to live there. They were cool with it in 1990. 1996, but yeah, definitely not cool here. I mean, shit, it's still not even cool for a lot of people in 2022. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's like 93 fucking Republican House members that voted against codifying gay marriage. Can you Incredible. believe that? Yes, I absolutely can believe that. I, it's incredible. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Second question. So the answer is probably no based on how much money they didn't make. I was going to say, like, do you think they make, like, a Woody movie? Mm, I don't. So here's the deal. Is canon, it was a TV show, I believe. That's right. Oh, Toy Story 2. They Disney Plus that. series. Okay, I like that. We gotta do, they got to do a Woody Disney Plus series. That'd be cool. I don't mind that. Live action, though? Live action Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks still plays him. Live action Chris Evans, and he plays both. (laughs) 
I guess that that comes to my third question, Ty. Tim Allen, not in this film. Yeah. Isn't he like problematic also? So that's what Isn't I he thought. Isn't he like a dickhead and like people just hate him? Okay, so I thought he was problematic because he said something like racist or sexist or something. I looked it up. Now, granted, this research took two minutes. I didn't find anything. Uh, 1998, he was arrested for, for driving for under the cocaine, influence. right? Oh, fuck yeah. It was someone with like cocaine, I uh, think. Blood alcohol, 1.5. I don't even see cocaine. Makes it way less fun. Well, that was 1998. I could have sworn because like Last Man Standing got canceled or something. I could have sworn he said something insensitive. I don't know if he did. He very well could have. I didn't see anything. I know there's like, you know, some people are like, oh, well, Disney doesn't want to work with him because Tim Allen's a Republican. And it's like, well, Tim Allen's been a Republican this whole time. Like, he didn't just become a Republican. And he's not even, like, a hardcore Trumpy because he, like, denounced Trump in the January 6th thing and all that bullshit. Not to get political. So I don't think it's that. I think it really is just he's probably hard to fucking work with and a dick. That being said, I totally understand the decision to cast someone like Chris Evans for this light year. Based on the post credit scenes, it seems like they wanted to make some sort of franchise out of this. And whether or not they do it, you know, who knows? Yeah. But, like, you're not making a franchise with fucking Tim Allen. He's too old. He's, like, 72. Is he that old? He's old, bro. I don't know if he's 72, but he's pretty fucking old. He's 69. You're only three years off. So, like, it totally, totally, totally makes sense for him not to be the main buzz. That being said, huge missed opportunity. He should have been old buzz. Are we sure he wasn't? Did yes. you check? Yes, Riley did. did. Oh, Riley did? Yeah. I trust that. She used to be our fact checker. Even though last time she gave me information that was completely wrong and I said <laughs> it on this podcast. Um, yeah, no, huge missed opportunity. I will say, problematic or not, I don't know. Um, I'm going to throw it out there. He's the better buzz. Ooh. I mean, this kind of just sounded like Cap. What? This light year, like, because Cap, like, Chris Evans oh, Captain has America. I thought you were saying, like, oh, that's Cap. Oh. No, because Chris Evans has, I think, a Boston accent. I think he's from Boston. Chris Evans? Yeah. Pretty sure he has. Like, Haven't a you seen like Boston literally accent. any fucking Marvel movie? He's from Brooklyn. Well, that's what I'm saying. When he does Cap, he does the. <laughs> I am Captain America. I, you know. Uh, like, yeah, Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah, so he. It sounds like he just did his Captain America straight, not straight, but like you know, American voice. You know. Yeah. So, how? When did Cap like Captain America comic book come out? World War Two. But that was it like was propaganda. That was yeah. the start of it. I'm pretty sure. I'm just, I feel like how we have like racist people now are like, oh, you can't cast that person as that person. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. I wonder if like back then, if you were to tell like a hardcore fucking New Yorker that Captain America was going to be a Boston guy, they'd be so pissed. Or like Irish. Cause I know like Irish people are like the forgotten about minority in this country. Cause they were like kind of fucked up a lot. <laughs> you Irish? I think so. Yeah, my my aunt's last name was like McCarthy or whatever before she got married. So that sounds very Irish. Yeah. So I am Irish. I think it's like that and like O'Connor, McGregor, Irish. McGregor. What's um? What's and a Mick? Anything? What's McDonald's? Oh, what the fuck's the the redhead late night host? O'Brien. Co- O'Brien. That's the one I was thinking <laughs> of. O'Brien's the most Irish name. <laughs> Um, do you want to get into the scale, Ty? Yeah. <laughs> I think we're fucking 30 minutes in this podcast. We're 26 minutes in. We haven't even started the scale yet. Let's, uh, let's talk about this movie finally. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. 
Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. All right, plot slash story tie. The story of this film, it's kind of just an adventure film. You know, they they mess around a little bit with uh, time travel and the whole like, I'm sure I'm actually they hadn't helped with NASA and I'm sure they actually probably talked to like astrophysics and the idea of going the speed of light and how that could affect, you know, time travel. This is shit like in fucking Interstellar when they go on the other planet. You ever seen Interstellar? No. Very good movie. I've heard it's on my bucket list of movies I need to Very watch. Very good. They go on another planet for part of it and like every day, I think that's Interstellar, every day they're on that planet or every hour on that planet is like 10 years back yeah. home, whatever the fuck it is. Um, so it kind of toys around with that. But at the end of the day, it's kind of just like a sci-fi story, you know, small mission. Yeah. Nothing big scale, nothing grand. You know, you, you see Buzz's character development. And, like, yeah, I'm not going to say that for the – that's part of the characters, but, like, that kind of is the story of him kind of, you know, changing from the person he was at the beginning, the person he was at his end, at the end, and then literally fighting himself. Um, I originally gave this a 13, but the, I reflected on it, and I genuinely did not ever anticipate Zerg being old Buzz. And while I maybe don't know if I believe in it being canon or not, I like that little twist from them. And I think that was so much better than it just being like generic bad guy. I thought it was going to be, I thought Zoe was going to be, you didn't give your final score. Oh, 14. I gave oh, okay. plus one for that. <laughs> um, I thought it was going to be the new commander who took over for Hawthorne. I think that was her name, right? Hawthorne. Yeah. Um, I thought he was going to be Zerg. Like, I don't okay. know why, like he intentionally became Zerg to scare everyone to get the fucking laser shield up or whatever, even though late, whatever, like they could have explained. Um, so yeah. Okay, I um. Look, man, I it was it was a adventure film. Yeah, uh, we saw some character growth out of Buzz. Yeah, uh, he fought himself, which I didn't see that twist. And again, your argument of canon. This is this is released by the people. It's fully canon. You drop that Zerg toy hard enough in Toy Story one. There's a small Buzz who pops out of it. <laughs> um, it was kind of. I mean, that was a twist, but, like, everything just kind of happened. There wasn't any crazy stakes. or I, I don't even know how to explain it. I gave it a 10. Oh. It's just kind of middle kind of middle of the road for me. I felt like the pacing wasn't great. I think that the character development and character arc wasn't great. Um, I, I, I think it's split up into two different kind of movies to where it's him and the beginning and him trying to make things right and time traveling and losing everyone. And then it's split up into the second half of the movie, which is him defeating Zerg. Yeah. And I feel like those are two yeah. very separate. You could have any other beginning to this movie and any other end of this movie paired with the other half. And it like, it, it doesn't change. Like this doesn't flow very well as one film in my opinion. Okay. I understand where you're coming from there. Yeah. I, it kind of fucks with the beginning part, though. The time travel. And him just being like, yeah, you know what? Don't give a fuck. You're all going to die, and I'm still going to be here. 
How did he get old? Who? Buzz. He stopped time traveling. What? Old Buzz? Yeah. I didn't understand that part. So he came back finally for his last mission when the shit worked, and they attacked him. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, shit, I got to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I know that. And he then he flew away, and he flew so fast, he flew to the future, pretty much. Yeah, I got. I don't know. But then he went back in time. I think they had a throwaway line like, I tested time travel for a long time until I figured it out. And that's probably how he got old. Yeah, something like that. And then he went back, and that was the farthest because he wanted to go back all the way to when he first crashed the ship. Mm-hmm. But he didn't. He could only go back that far. That's why he went back and fought this version. He went us. back before he crashed. The, oh, before he crashed the first ship. Yes. The the turnip. Yes. Got it. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Their main goal there was to get the turnip turnip operational so they could return back to their home planet. I thought they didn't even know what their home planet was. I thought they were trying to find their new home planet. I thought he I wanted sure. to go on there so he said we can return home. Yeah, why were there all those like light year people in there though? Like just sleeping in the Cairo chambers. I have did no they I- explain in the beginning what they were doing? I, I don't remember. I don't think they did, but and their whole return home plan mm-hmm. fucking sucks because they're traveling at light speed, which means they're gonna return home. That planet's destroyed. That planet that is, is, is a dead. good fucking point. That planet doesn't exist anymore. Everyone you knew and loved is dead. Ty, you just brought up a fucking great point, dude. Yeah. That whole time they're traveling. See, I thought their mission was to find a new home. I Maybe, but he kept saying, like, like if that's their mission, they've made a home there. Yeah. Sure, it's not great, but, like, you made a home. That's a good point, though, because if their thing was, like, trying to return to a planet they had already established. Yeah. They were traveling in fucking light speed that whole time. Which means the same theory of time travel still exists. And if they were doing it forever, their home planet. I mean, that that sun's probably gone. That's a good point, Ty. I didn't even think about that. Now, I do have a question for you. I, you know what? I'm bumping my score back down to a 13. Okay. How about that? Fuck yeah. Because that was such a great point. Um, what was the better, like, I'm just going to drive away until no one ever sees me again? Buzz flying away in this film or John Cena's character driving away after losing the race to Vin Diesel in Fast 9? <laughs> He's going to return, um, undoubtedly. What? John Cena's character? No, just the better that scene. Remember that scene? I don't. When it was the younger Vin Diesel and John Cena, and they were all mad at each other, and then Vin Diesel was like, if I win this race, you leave, and you never come back. And then Vin Diesel beats him by like a quarter car length, and then John Cena never even stops to dispute the results. He just keeps driving forever, and he's like crying. Younger John Cena. Or what scene? What? <laughs> oh my God, Ty! Fast Nine. Yeah, no, I get. It. I remember that scene now that you've said it. When they're younger. Yeah, that or the Lightyear scene where he gets to the planet and he says, "Nah, fuck this," and then just flies away. When everyone's they're like, similar. They made that the Lightyear scene made me think about the F nine scene in the movie when he gets back to the planet after when achieving. Old Buzz is given his monologue and he does. He's like looking back. Got it. And he said, "I got there, and then I just got attacked by." Whatever, and then I flew away. Mm. Which scene's better? Yeah. Neither. <laughs> They're both not great. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> you, you just said that like you assumed I remembered Fast 9. I That is out of my brain. You don't remember just a little bit? Not really much. You don't remember them taking the fucking Toyota Corolla or whatever car it was to space? Pin- Ford Pinto? Pinto? I don't remember. 
what that Ford. car it was. I, I remember that vaguely. I remember the bridge, him hooking the rope around his tire and swinging across. Was that nine? I believe so, because that was in the trailer for nine. Yeah, that was the trailer with Cena. Yeah. And then the magnetic catch of the car. Yeah. God, bad movie. (laughs) Oh, you're just inconsistent. Um, (laughs) Visual cinematography tie. Now, you alluded, I don't, I think you said this on the pod, not in the break, that you weren't as impressed. Like, you said Toy Story 4, and then I said, what about this? And you're just kind of like, eh. Yeah. What did you give this then? I'm intrigued. I gave it a uh, 15. Really? Yeah, I gave it a 15. I gave it a lower, but... That's a bit low for my taste. I'm going to be honest. (sighs) 15's fair. I wasn't blown away by any of this. The only thing that I was like, hey, that kind of looks good, the uh, cat. Socks. (laughs) (laughs) The fur, like, on that body, it looked, like, really fucking realistic. Um Kind of, not fur, but like that fake fur that they would use on an animal like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fake animal like that. Looks very realistic. Other than that, like the Zerg ship and everything, like it looked it looked good. Everything looked good. I wasn't blown away by anything. Space really fucking let me down. Like an aggressive <laughs> letdown of not flying by galaxies and seeing this incredible. Like it, they just I copied. the light year stuff, like when he was in the ship going light speed, I thought that was kind of cool. They did that in Star Wars in 1970. <laughs> it doesn't look this good, though, Ty. <sighs> they copy and pasted space from Wally, and I don't appreciate that. <laughs> look, I still gave it an 18. Um, really? I still think the animation was great. Like, everything looks, obviously, it doesn't look real, like, real, real, because it's, like, cartoony, because, you know, everything. But, like... Just, like, I think of all the different landscapes they were at, and I thought everything looked, you know, solid. Like, the action for being, like, a animated movie looked great. Like, I don't know. I just felt like this movie, like, it it, it felt like a, a gap was bridged, and that's kind of where Pixar is, where, like, you have these sci-fi movies that are in live action, even though there's CGI and stuff to them, like Star Wars, or just, like, any CGI live action, you know, fucking Marvel movies, yeah. you know? And then there's this, which... Animated movies before feel so you know can feel so fake and everything, and I feel like this bridged the gap. That being said, I I didn't get the the sweeping panoramic shots that it seemed like was going to be promised in the trailer. Um, I don't know, and maybe maybe I'm giving it too much credit just because Pixar has such a, a high floor. Like I said, with this animation stuff, it just looks so good. But maybe that just offsets by my um, holding uh, voice actors against the character score. Okay, that's but, fair. I don't know. I just I feel like nothing like looks bad, and I feel like that might be unfair because nothing looks bad with Pixar anymore. But then that's kind of where I'm at. Is it's like at this point in time, like a good looking animated animated movie is just kind of like baseline. Yeah, like everyone's animation looks good now. Everyone does a really good job. You I have say to everyone. Well, you know, most people. <laughs> but like, I think most animation at this point from the major studios looks good. And when you create a movie like this, like for me to give you a good cinematography score, I almost judge it on the line. Like, does your animation super fucking stand out to me? Like, this is incredible. This looks really good. And does your cinematography as if it's a live action film stand out? Because at this point, everyone's animation looks good. How do you use your fake camera to shoot scenes? Yeah. And I think the, you know, the quote unquote cinematography from this, none of that stood out to me of their fake camera shots and everything. Like, yeah. I saw That's some fair. of the animation looked it looked good. It did look good. And it didn't blow me away and there was nothing, you know, in terms of like how the shots were structured. 
that I really, really enjoyed. I think it just looked good. Okay, that's fair. As I, I, I just feels like we're at that point now where we kind of just have to judge it a little different. I lo- I'm looking at um, Disney.fandom.com, and it says, in the far future, a massive ship dubbed the Turnip carries a colony through hyperspace to an unknown destination. The ship makes a quick pit stop, blah, 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 blah. So it's going to an unknown destination. Got it. So I think they were inha- inhabiting a new planet. I don't. I just. Oh, like there was somewhere for them to go, and then he was like, "Oh, let's check this out." They stopped for resources. They didn't At stop. That that's they what didn't it stop says on here. Room. I mean, that's just. A, I don't trust that now because he stopped because it was like, "What's going traverse on here?" Their newfound, oh no, it says they traverse the newfound surroundings for any resources. Okay. It just says fair. they make a quick pit stop. I don't know. Oh, no. I think they stopped at the planet to see if it was a viable option. Yeah, because yeah. he was like. Because it like lit up and he was like, okay, let's go here. And he was like. Bruh, 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 bruh. Yeah. And okay, then they hop sense. out and start walking around and ship gets swallowed up and finds attack. Yeah. I don't know. But then I'm trying to like think about old Buzz. I'm trying to find old Buzz. Zerg reveals how he survived and grabbed the crystal. Oh, no. That's before this. Um. I don't fucking know. I don't buy it, man. I need to rewatch it again. But he very clearly says, like, we, I want to return home. Yeah. Be Space Ranger. Again. Well, I guess he's just like, oh, let's be Space Rangers again. But he said, let's get them home. I don't fucking know, man. Yeah, I don't see anything about this. It's like, not very helpful. N- nothing on this. Key elements. Um, It's lacking a little bit of that Pixar charm, like we said. That's obviously goes into it, although it did make me cry, so maybe that gets points in that regard. It's a tearjerker scene. Um, it's a sci-fi movie that's animated. I think it was very sci-fi, almost to the point, like I told you, it felt like it was almost Star Wars-y. Um, so I think it hit on that regard, but it's still being held back by not being, you know, Pixar-y. Um, I thought the humor landed. I thought it was actually pretty funny, not going to lie. Laughed a good amount in this film. Um, that being said, I don't know. I, I landed at a 15 for this. I'm a little bit lower. I'm at a 13. I think what? some of the humor landed. I, I didn't, was laughing a lot, Ty. I didn't like all of the humor. Were you in a bad mood when you saw this film? Not at all. Seems like you were in a bad mood. Not even remotely. Did you even still see this film? I did. I did watch this film. What movie theater did you see that? Uh, the Mall movie theater, believe it or not. Oh, that's you hate that movie theater. That's why you are giving it a bad score. I've only been there like once in the past fucking like three well, every years. Every time I tell you there's like movie show in there, you're like, I don't want to go there. I don't, but I had so other... So you already didn't want to be there. I had other plans. Oh, so you were thinking about the other plans. I finished the other plans. <laughs> went and watched a movie. <laughs> you see this by yourself? Nope, went with Victoria. So you weren't bitter and mad? Not at all. I think you were. I actually bought the wrong... Like, it was an empty theater, and I chose seats that, I th- like, on the display looked like it was dead center. Walked into the theater there, far left, in a dead empty theater. I just moved my seats. Had a great view. Sat right in the center. Didn't buy those tickets. Victoria was okay with that, hundred percent. Riley would never be, even if it was a dead empty theater. There was like, like, there was like maybe three other groups. None of them were even in our row. Nice. Had a great seat. There was, there was splattering on the screen. <laughs> um, okay, it's fine. I noticed it at certain splattering. points. Splattering. There was like spots on like a dirty TV, but a dirty movie theater screen. Oh, that's not great. And you could see the stuff throughout. That's not. But I just like I kind of looked pat. I have really bad eyesight to begin with, so like if I'm not like really focusing, fucking, who knows? We went to the AMC that's attached to uh, Ontario Mills. I I just like AMC. 
Like I am attached to the mills. Yeah. Is that where we went and saw Eternals? No, that's Regal, which is also in the at same the parking lot. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, AMC. I, they might do this at our AMC now. I haven't checked. Which one's AMC? The one that's way out in buttfuck Apple Valley. Oh, fuck. I like AMC, though. AMCs are nice. And if they did their... Because that AMC out there, you don't pick your tickets before. Like, I know that's like how movies operated for fucking 70 years. I don't like that anymore. Like, I like having assigned seats. I just don't like having to pick a seat. I don't know. Like, that's kind of a first world problem. Um, and again, it's been like two years, two like three years now, four years. I think the last movie I saw there was Uncut Gems. Um, so it's been a while since I've seen a movie there, but we didn't pick our seats. That you just bought it. Yeah, we, we went film? to see Uncut Gems. Yeah, and we had to go show up there early to make sure we got good seats. You just, you just robbed. You just Not showed this up. AMC. Not down the hill. The one here, though. No. Yes, we did. No fucking way, man. And Ty, picking movie seats wasn't a thing before like 2014. Yeah, I know, and that's just wild. Like we have that. How technology did it take that now? long? I don't get like sporting events since like You've 1920. You bought your fucking. That's what I'm seat. saying. Why did it take us so long to think about that? Like, hey, you know what? Honestly, made that happen. The reserving seats, the fucking recliners. Once the recliners came, that's yeah. when people were like, "Oh, you got to reserve your seat." Why wasn't it like that before? People would wait out. Isn't just think how crazy this is. I went and saw Thor, which came out on Friday. I saw it at 4 p.m. on Thursday. Why they do that, I have no fucking idea. It's almost like Black Friday, which now just turns into the whole fucking week. Before people, like, were the Twilight movies, they'd be camping out for, like, a day to try to get a ticket for the midnight showing. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Whereas now it's just, like, be the first one on your phone, show up 20 minutes before to get popcorn. Yeah. So I don't know if this AMC lets you pick tickets now, but if they do, I might start going there, even though it's, like, literally the farthest movie theater from us, from where we live in the high desert. Yeah, it's... Um, you may as well. I think it's honestly, like, it's a similar amount of time to going just down the hill <laughs> to like one of the big chain ones you know what gets in my mind though we're not even talking about the movie anymore but like it's a total thing that makes no sense but it does i like popcorn in buckets more i don't know what it is it just seems more official when it's in a big bucket rather than the bags you can give me the exact same popcorn in a bucket and i think the buckets are smaller because we killed through that that large bucket quicker than we do the bags for at civic mm-hmm but something about the bucket. It just not even a special bucket, just a bucket. I think I disagree. Really? I think I prefer bagged popcorn. Really? I like the bucket. And AMC, A bucket no, don't like a bucket's nice, don't get me wrong, but I think like just a nice little medium popcorn in a bag. It's higher quality. Medium popcorns are the biggest ripoff in the world. I don't know why you I, You I can just, get a large for a quarter more. <laughs> I have no self-control. Neither do I. And um, I just when I'm at the movies, I'm indulging, Ty. I don't indulge anywhere else in my life. Might as well indulge somewhere. Popcorn makes my stomach upset. It's me too. It's like a sharp stomach ache. Yeah, it's not it's <laughs> not enjoyable. Oh, I get popcorn gut every time. Fucking um, sucks. AMC also has the, at least the one down the hill, has the, the Coca-Cola machines where you can like, there's like 180 different drink combinations. All I ever get on one of those is sparkling waters, <laughs> but I just like it. I don't know why. <laughs> I, like si- sl- I like sipping a drink through a straw at the movies. Okay. It's just, it's, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's a nostalgic thing, but it's something about like, and it's popcorn, dude. Like I smell popcorn. I go into the, like, I cannot see a movie without popcorn. I just can't. Oh no. That's, that's serial killer moves. What, what movie did we see 
Was it Nick Cage where we came in and there was a long ass line and then I went to the bathroom? Oh, it and was. They were, yeah, they were cleaning up the pot. They were throwing away the popcorn for the night and I asked them if I could have some free popcorn. And they fucking gave it to me. Like, if I can get popcorn somehow, I'm gonna get popcorn. You have to do it. <laughs> um, I gave us a 15. I think you're being a little bit harsh on the key element score, but it's your scale. I'm not gonna judge you for it. It's just it was it was fine. I didn't really like the adventure. I didn't really like the comedy. It was. Why it's above average for me because I did like you think the comedy. Socks was funny. I did like socks. Like I liked some of the comedy, but other comedy just didn't work for me. Okay, I'll ask you about this character as we transition into characters. Ty, how did you feel about Taika Waititi's character? I love Taika Waititi and everything he's in. So I he was fine. I didn't love him that much. I'll be honest. Hmm, okay. I feel um, like he was he was a filtered Taika in this. They're like, this is Pixar Taika. I don't want Pixar Taika. Well, it was it was voice acting. I wish I, I mean, could give this Korg, like a Korg is voice acting, but it's mocap. There's a little bit more. It's still animated Taika. Mannerisms. Um, I want to give this like a thirteen and a half because I'm stuck between a thirteen and a fourteen. But I'm gonna let my um, animated movie bias just lean me to a thirteen hmm. um, because voice acting doesn't take any talent. Um, <laughs> It's I'm just so kidding about that. Um, no, I'm going to give it a 14. I'm going to go back up. I'm going to go back up. Even though I feel like that's a little bit too high based on how I usually give scores out. Um, look, I did like Tyka's character. I didn't know Tyka was in this. I think I at either. one point someone told me and I just forgot. When he shoots the fucking the crossbow or whatever the fuck yeah. that was and he hits the, the robot in the head and he goes like, yes, or whatever. Like something stupid. Yeah. I laughed my ass off. I thought it was hilarious. And then like I heard him say something else. I was like, is that Tyka right? And she's like, yeah, that is. I was like, I knew I fucking liked him for a reason. Like, I fucking knew it. Um, I thought Socks, honestly, went in this movie thinking I was going to hate him. Really? I was like, I saw the previews for Socks. I was like, that looks like one of those things everyone's going to be like, ha ha, Socks. And I'm like, nah. Like Groot. I don't like Groot. I'm big anti-Groot guy. Even Guardians 1, like full-grown Groot? Yes. He's fantastic in that. He's gone downhill since then. I don't All like he says is Groot. I am fucking Groot, and Vin like... Diesel gets $30 million for that. Okay, separate the art from the artist. <laughs> don't worry that it's Vin Diesel getting overpaid for it. <laughs> He's fantastic. Nothing gets you as emotional as his final I am Groot in that film. He's got to have a clause in his contract where, like, they can't reuse lines or shit. Yeah, because, <laughs> like, why are they bringing him back? No fucking clue. It's the same lines. He has a script, actually. I don't know if you know this. He has the real script of what Groot is saying. And he changes his I am Groot's based on what Groot is actually saying. <laughs> That's a real story. I know. It's just fucking stupid. I, I don't get it. How long do you think it takes him to do those movies? I If I had to guess, like 45 minutes of actual in the booth recording. Cause like Bradley no, Cooper like less than my lunch break, do. less than my actual lunch break. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Bradley Cooper, actual voice acting. I always forget he's in the MCU. Yeah, that that'd be a fun quiz. Is like people you forget are in the MCU. Um, I gave this a fourteen though because I, I did like. I know you said you didn't like it as much, but I did like kind of the character driven kind of arc of Buzz. I like the the fake the old Buzz kind of turn. That was kind of a nice way to use the Zerg character, I think, than making him just a generic, whatever guy and making it make sense. Um, I the emotion was there between the relationship between Buzz and the original Hawthorne, um, and yeah, I thought I thought it was fine. I didn't mind the characters. Fourteen. <sighs> oh, 
Dodgers are four zero. Look at that. Look, man, I'm feeling like a like a Debbie Downer right here. I'm giving it an eleven. Um, you're giving this too low. Boots. What's the cat's name? Socks. Socks. Favorite character. You're giving this too low. You said before our pod that we've been reviewing movies too high, so I think you're trying to like. I literally, offset I, li- that. I literally said that after I already gave this the score. You were like, "Fuck, we're giving movies too high. Let me just give this too low. Let me be more stern with this movie than I've been with any other movie ever." I, I, I think about my scores ahead of time. Think about my scores ahead of time, and this is I. I really didn't have that good of a time with this film. I did not like Chris Evans' Buzz Lightyear. He was a fucking dickhead. Yeah, he was the point. Original Buzz in Toy Story One is a dickhead yeah. until he becomes a good guy. That's fine, but he was a dickhead, and he was like, "Oh, you're a fucking rookie. Go fuck yourself." Like that's Buzz. Fine, but don't make him the fucking protagonist that I'm supposed to be on the same side as. You see the character growth, but he doesn't really grow that much, though. Yeah, he does. He just meets the older version of himself and is like, oh, "I'm kind of a dickhead." But also, like, he's trying to kill me, so maybe I should just stop him, anyways. No, he was already opening up to the the. The people, the the girl and the guy and Taika, the old girl. Did not like the old girl. Um, didn't really find her character that funny. She was whatever, yeah. Taika was fine. Um, the granddaughter was fine. I did like the relationship between him and the original. I liked the relationship. I liked the characters in the first half of this movie. Because I liked him and the original grandma character. I thought she was good. That relationship was good. And it made me really sad when she died. In the second half of this movie, I just don't really... Care about anyone besides like socks? Thirty percent, seventy percent. Yeah. But. Wow. I I really Chris Evans like I I didn't like this Buzz Lightyear characterization, one bit. So you're a, a Tim Allen truther. I guess so. I said earlier, he is the best uh, portrayal of Buzz of Buzz Lightyear. I will say, like I said, I thought I was going to hate socks, and I ended up loving the character. I don't know what got into me. You you've seen plenty of movies with me. You know, sometimes I get a little vocal. <laughs> Like in you do, scenes. yeah. Um, you can you make some kind of like the ad libs in the back of like rap music. <laughs> Those are the noises you you make in the theater. Not always, but sometimes. When socks drifted away in space, like yeah. If you think about like if obviously if I'm given five seconds to think, I'm like okay, they're not killing fucking socks in a Disney movie. Obviously, yeah. even though they did kill older socks <laughs> because they fucking stomped on them. Yeah. Just done for. But when socks started drifting away, I literally went, no, <laughs> in the fucking movie. <laughs> like, just out of, like, it just escaped me. <laughs> like, Fuck you, yeah. Like, you, like I said, you know sometimes if I get scared, like, if there's a jump scare in fucking James Bond or Doctor Strange, I literally go, oh, shit. <laughs> like, and everyone hears it. You're vocal. You're, you know if you're in the theater. <laughs> and I don't talk. It's not that I'm talking throughout the movie, but I give audible reactions. Yeah, the emotion's there for you. It's not even like those annoying guys in Spider-Man 3 when their Daredevil shows up. And they're like, oh, my God. And they just blow it way out of proportion. It's like legitimate, like, you just quick can't, you just can't. Yeah, you can't stop yourself. It's literally me when I was looking at the space photos and going, wow, <laughs> to myself. That's me <laughs> in the movies when certain things happen. Jesus Christ. Um, Ty, I don't like how much you shit on this movie. I thought I was going to come in with the mm. low score here. I gave it. What did you give it for enjoyment after all these tiny little scores? Uh, I gave it an 11. I didn't really like this. It's been out of the even the recent Pixar films. I've liked it probably the least. I like Turning Red more. I think Luca I like similarly. Soul I like more. Onward I like way more. Toy Story 4 I like more, which that isn't even that good. Credibles 2 I like more. That's not even that good. Coco I liked more. Cars 3 is fine. Mm. 
great movie. Finding Dory, I like more. Like this. Finding Dory. Yeah, I I really I really didn't connect with this film much at all. Hmm. I I was very very let down. And I think that all starts with their anim, animation of space. <laughs> also, like we just you know, I just came off probably my favorite movie ever that includes someone flying something. Uh, and Top Gun Maverick, so just the flight <laughs> scenes were really a letdown here. And there was a minor like Top Gun kind of fighter jet when he was scheme. trying to meet, yeah. reach, fucking mock yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Did, did we not do Toy Story so Four on the pod? Top Gun Maverick. We didn't do Toy Story Four on the pod. Wow. Uh, when did it come out? Twenty eighteen, I think. Had to have been like twenty nineteen, right, right before. Because yeah. I was trying to see what I gave Toy Story Four, and I just never reviewed it. What's the first movie on here? In terms of not like our go back and review it, but feels like something we should remember. Well, it started as like a scale we did occasionally, and then we didn't keep track of the scores. And then Riley went back and gave us our scores, and we kind of just trusted her. There was only like 15 movies at this point in time, but there could have been ones she just didn't see. Not Nothing against her. I'm not trying to call her out or anything. Um, yeah, I feel like personally, and I'm looking at my scores now, I feel like it reflects... I do agree with you that, like, out of the, the last four or five Pixar movies, like, yeah, this one is a little bit lower. It's kind of banking on just the property more so than it being, like, a well-rounded, complete Pixar movie. But that being said, I thought it was a fun sci-fi adventure movie, and I think my score reflects that properly. I gave it a 15 for enjoyment, giving me a, a 75 out of 100 final score. And, like, that's one more than Luca, and I feel like I feel like it should be a few more points higher than Luca probably, but... Um, I don't know. I also gave it minus one because you made a good point about light space and or whatever, whatever. But it is higher than Luca. But I do feel like I didn't like it as much as Turning Red. You know, Turning Red had a killer soundtrack and a good. It had that Pixar message a bit more. Mm-hmm. That I gave an eighty. And then I look at like you know, Onward was a fun adventure movie that maybe didn't feel totally Pixar, but like it made me cry. It made me cry a lot. Yeah. Um, Soul, which I really liked. My favorite of the last four or five. You know. It was it was good. I really like the themes in that movie, and it's just like it feels right. A seventy five feels right, and like it's still above the line for me, or within the lines. Excuse me. I feel like you gave it a little low, but everyone I'm, has their own scale. I'm sitting fifteen lower than you. I'm, I'm at a sixty. You have it below the line. You'd give this a rotten. That's right there. I if I have to like gun to my head, I have to give it a fresh. But it's then it's sixty five. But it's also like not. No, you got to stick to it. You got to say it's rotten. It's it's just a borderline rotten. There's no, then it's a rotten. It's a letdown for me. Well, consensus, we give it a fresh show. <laughs> and that's why we do this as a fucking team, Jay. 67 and a half. Right there with Red Notice. Tied with Sonic 2. That feels fitting. Even though I gave this eight points higher than Sonic. That feels okay, fitting. It's eight points lower than Sonic. That, that kind of feels fitting. It's tied with Vacation Friends. Speaking of Little Ray Howery, I was talking about him um, before the pod with yeah. you. Could have talked to him. Mortal Kombat, Godzilla versus Kong, A Dog's Purpose. There's, I, I feel like Sonic 2 is the only comparable, and it's the exact same score. All right. It's a little low, but you know what? I also think movies like Luca at 77 are a little high. Entirely my fault. <laughs> yeah, I give I would, it a 74. I would drop Luca down into the 60s probably upon reflection. That's good. I'm glad you would. Look, man, I'll be honest. My score changes over time on these films so i don't even i can't even rely on myself to compare it against my old scores because that's old tyler's opinion (laughs) no you gotta stick true 
I stick true, but I just, I'd throw the scores on the fucking board, let the chips fall where they may. Is there scoreflation and stuff? Like it's the price of the dollar and certain years, you know. I don't know. You, scoreflation makes me feel like the older films, like maybe they've gone up or something. We reviewed Thunder Force a while ago, and I'm still very confident that that's the worst film I've ever watched. <laughs> ever? I, I gave it a 16 out of 100. Yeah, you're, I mean. We gave Norman of the North. I, I gave that two points higher. I think I ranked Morbius lower. Did you? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Morbius is the lowest score I've ever given. Uh, 16, tied with my score for Thunder Force. You d- you gave Thunder Force an 18, though. So Morbius is your lowest score. There's this guy on YouTube. Again, to go on a little bit of a tangent here. We've already, we're already done with our light year stuff. If you only care about the movie, you could click out now. But <laughs> this is where we kind of just talk about nonsense for just, 10 minutes. Way to just get rid of our listeners there. Um, there's this guy on YouTube. His video came on my recommended. Fucking great video. It's inspired me. I want to do this. Not this exact idea, but something related in the future. He did a road trip, him and another guy, to all 18 Rainforest Cafe locations in the United States. It took like three weeks. They ate at one every single day. Wow. And I was like, that sounds like a fucking like fun just thing to do one day. If I ever win the lottery, I'm, I got to find a <sighs> chain of something where there's 15 to 25 of them. I was thinking maybe like Earl's Sandwich. I don't know, though. Anyways, he had another video. This is coming full circle here where he went to the movies five days in a row to watch morbius <laughs> and me and riley watched that video and it was fucking funny just the way he was breaking down the movie and everything and like when you someone watches it five days in a row and like they start breaking down things it's like damn do you think at any point funny. he like look forward to a certain part of the movie i don't think so by day four he was talking about like how painful it was because he literally knew every single scene by memory like he knew exactly what was happening next, like all this stuff. It was it was funny though. It was a good watch, but I can't imagine having to watch. That's like sounds like fucking. We don't torture. do our sports pod anymore, but if we ever do a fucking another competition, that feels like the the payout is you have to go to the movies, watch the same movie five days in a row, <laughs> some bad movie at the movie theater or something. Oh fuck, man! I'd say Thunder Force, but you could just throw it on and just not pay attention to it. That wouldn't count. But that'd be I would a fun, sleep. fun I would punishment. Sleep. <laughs> Especially for me, someone who doesn't like rewatching movies that much. Yeah, it would be a good one for you. I, I guess Morbius. Morbius, that's your lowest score. Yeah, not a big Morbius guy. I feel like it's not my lowest score, but forcing me to watch Artemis Fowl multiple days in a row would really fucking piss me off. <laughs> I'd, be a, I'd be a worse human being by the time that punishment was over. Your punishment's just a Ben Falcone movie marathon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That would really, <laughs> I would get irrationally mad. That may end up like fucking, like those crazy sports fans who punch their television. I may, I may hit that point. I would just love for you to do that, and there's just like one random movie you love in there. You're like, you know, what? this is actually pretty good. <laughs> I just find like an instant fucking straight to my heart. I love every second of it. Movie, just sprinkled in there somewhere. Um, before I do random Rotten Tomato movie score, um. I do want to tell you, you're on the same fence as Armin White, who gave this a rotten. Mm. Um, can you, you're like a bot, you know, those, you know, those, uh, not a, is it bot? You know, those like things where they're like, oh, we AI, you're like AI tie, like where they'll <laughs> tell AI something. They'll give AI a bunch of information. They'll spit out like a sentence or like a script. Yeah. You're my Armin White AI. What is his one sentence? All right. Technically it's two sentences. Um, light year review, just in Rotten Tomatoes. <sighs> it's got something to do with like a sequel and the left pushing their gay agenda 
and unoriginal Hollywood. Give me like a sentence. Come on. Or two, <sighs> like, I don't. So I, I could clip it and say that you're saying this. I'm going to abstain from. I've said some fucked up shit that you bleeped. You won't bleep <laughs> this, so I'm not going to say it. Um, you pretty much hit on the head. There's nothing new in Lightyear. It is the latest Hollywood mind control. Mm, got it. Yeah. Nailed it. You didn't say anything about the left, so I'm sure it's well, in, in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, but I, I thought it would be in the in the original snippet. Oh, I could read I could read his articles again. Nice. You couldn't? No, they made me like get a subscription. I think I was reading too many of them. Uh, let me just control <laughs> F left. He doesn't say left. Uh, liberal? He doesn't say liberal either. No fucking chance. What about gay? Is gay in here? Okay. Yep, there's two. Um, oh. Okay, so I searched control F gay in the top stories, which is on their website, the little sidebar. Number one, Republicans should reject the gay marriage bill. Mm. Um, oh, and that's it. It's also the same article just on the bottom. So he actually didn't use that term. That's, in this. Yeah, I feel like that's a bit. That's a bit article from him. Because it just seems like so obvious for him to talk about it. Like he just bounces around it 100%. Just as like an own little fucking game that he plays with himself. Yeah, it just seems like. Oh, this. I don't know. I don't know. Here we go. Pixar robs. This is great radio. I apologize. Pixar robs millennial audiences of the capacity to discern behavioral and personality details that distinguish Bud Buzz from Cowboy Woody. This challenges Buzz's white male astronaut prototype, specifically with Alicia and her lesbian kiss, and then the other characters, granddaughter Izzy, Darby, Moe, plus robot feline socks in the inscrutable Asian role. Disney Pixar <laughs> grooms viewers. What? I, I don't know. Disney Pixar grooms socks Asian. <laughs> Disney Pixar grooms viewers towards identity politics through diversity casting, casting which shouldn't be necessary, especially since Lightyear imitates the action film genre that has always been integrated in multiracial. Overrate, overriding that tradition is the final insult, along with McLean's brazen visual references to past cartoons and sci-fi movies. Blah 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 blah. Hmm. I don't know. So he did bring up. That there was gay characters. I his well his argument seems to be that like there was diversity, diver forced diversity bad. Yeah. No, we shouldn't we shouldn't show anybody but white males. Otherwise, it feels forced, you know. Because that's just how it's been. So it's obviously, like anything other than that, that just feels forced, Jay. Oh, he does literally the first sentence. Lightyear proves that the folks at Disney and Pixar are past. Our past masters at audience manipulation, now known as grooming. This isn't only because of Lightyear's already infamous lesbian kiss, gratuitous in a family entertainment animated film. Did they kiss? I don't even remember them. It kissing. was a peck. But I like how like this lesbian kiss is gratuitous. Yeah. Where, um, dude, like every fucking animated kids movie ever was like centered around True Love's kiss. Yeah. So Sleeping Beauty, super problematic. No consent. Yeah. Just kisses a sleeping woman. Absolute fucking stranger. Not gratuitous. Perfectly fine. Two girls kiss. Ew. I just like all jokes aside. Well, I mean, not all jokes aside. This is a joke. How can a dude legitimately tell me like girls kissing is bad? Like who the fuck says that? I I just more power to him. It's fucking awesome. I don't know, Ty. People are just fucking weird. It's incredible. Like, you just have to be so stingy about being a dickhead to not enjoy one of the simple pleasures in life. 
Oh, that's the direction you're going here. <laughs> what? Nothing. Um, <laughs> I thought you were like taking a stance. No, I, I just like you have to be really fucking hard headed and just complete dickhead to be like this, this right here that everyone universally thinks is awesome. Well, it's just it's he look, all this is is they, he knows what his audience is and he just gives them what they want. So um, random rots made a movie score. I want to get off farm and white because, again, this is a movie podcast on a political podcast. Mm. Um, I thought of sci fi movies. I thought of what is regarded as one of the greatest sci fi movies of all time. Never seen it. <laughs> seems a little out of date to me now. Um, that is the film 2001 A Space Odyssey tie. Oh. 1968. Rated G. I'm pretty sure the standards were different back then. It's probably a PG-13 movie by now. Or PG at least. I don't know. I've never seen it. Um, don't really know what it's about. I just know it's like one of those movies. It was made in the 60s and it was like, boom, this big revolutionary who, thing. Who directed it? Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. Oh, big, big director. Oof. 2001 A Space Odyssey. If we take 20, which are the first two numbers of that. Yep. I think that's what it got. A 20? No, I'm thinking it's a 95. 92% Rotten Tomatoes. Dude, I was gonna, that was my other fucking option. I was going to say 92. I'm not as upset because, you know, I've already tasted victory, so it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> I got a long time before I can expect to get another one. <laughs> but I could have had two really close together right there. Sounds about right. It's a good film. So I'm looking at the the synopsis and it's like the the machine on their ship pretty much turns against them like you know it's that wally well that movie trope of like evil computer i think this started that movie trope. Yeah. wally rips off 2001 a space odyssey there we go there it is mm. um what do we got on the docket next week ty next week jay we're looking at a possible double movie review two episodes <laughs> or two well it depends on if you follow through an actual watching one of the films. I committed to something, and I'm trying to back out now. The film Nope, directed by... Uh, Jordan Peele. I was going to say the other one, Keegan Michael Key, but Jordan <laughs> Peele, yes. Um, it looks scary. It looks weird. I see. I, I didn't watch Get Out. I didn't watch the other one, which name I can't remember. But, like, Jordan Peele, I saw this is a tweet. I don't know who sent the tweet. I'm sorry. I think it was an article. I didn't read the article. I just read the headline. Um, yeah, as a journalist, you should know better and give people credit. Well, I'm not giving – I don't remember who it was. I'm just saying this was someone else's take, and I completely agree that Jordan Peele has reached a point that, like, almost no one else in Hollywood is where he, his name is attached to a movie as a director, and the widespread, you know, moviegoer audience is like, I need to see that. Like, yeah. We have our guys. We have Taika. But, like, you know, everyone in the movie industry and in the movie that likes movies, if Jordan Peele does something, you're going to go see it. And he's only made two movies. No, it's incredible how just fucking he's like instantaneous. Tarantino. Like his one two were so fucking good that he's at that point now. You know how many people I just upset by comparing Jordan Peele to Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> fuck it. But Tarantino's like that. Tarantino releases a movie and there's a, a large contingent of yeah. moviegoers that see it because it's Tarantino. Well, I think the best way to like show that and prove that is that this film's trailers, you have nothing. You yeah. kind of get the setting. You know something weird's going on, and that's all they give you. Aliens, something. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. And there's going to be some sort of sh social commentary. He literally said in an interview that this movie couldn't have been made five years ago. So, and you told me the synopsis. This is just a prediction. You told me the synopsis was something like they – What do you have it up still? Um, I don't, but this one says caretakers at a California horse ranch encounter a mysterious force that affects humans and animals' behavior. It was something about, like, witnessing something that was bad and, like, dealing with that or whatever. Yeah. I wonder if this is some sort of commentary on, like, 
trauma. I was How people say, are like handling the, the COVID. police brutality or that police kind brutality. of stuff and everything. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I, it's gonna, you know, I know. Get out. How to time out? Did you just messages. say we'll see? We gonna watch potentially. This? We're gonna watch this. Look, I need it to come out. I need to Google how scary it is because, like, if it was streaming, I'd be all in. Because if it was streaming, I could put it on my TV. The volume could be low. If any parts got a little bit of spooky, I could stop looking. <laughs> I can't do that in the theater. There's nowhere to fucking run. There's nowhere to hide. I might go to the drive-in. That feels like a good place. I could just like get a little scary. Turn turn the radio down. <laughs> you just switch over to ninety nine one. Listen to one song by the weekend, and then jump back over yeah. to the movie. Nope. Yeah. Got it. Okay. I might have to go see this at the drive-in. <laughs> We're watching that, and our double movie. Um, the second one that we'll be talking about next week is The Gray Man. Are we doing two in one pod? Is are we just gonna do that? I don't know. We we've got to discuss and figure this out. Why not? Sure. I mean, we could record it all at once and then decide if we want to splice it up. Yeah, we could double it up. Record an extra intro just in case. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The Gray Man, Chris Evans, Ryan Gosling, the Russo brothers. Fifty-one uh, percent on Tomatoes. Already in theaters now on streaming. I did not know it was getting that bad of scores. I didn't either till right now. That's upsetting. I didn't have high hopes for it. I didn't have any expectations. So. Um. We're. Yeah. That's not good. It's not great. Well, it's streaming. So. Eighty-nine audience score though. From the people who went and saw it in theaters. It could always be a new law-abiding citizen. You never know. This feels like if any movie could be like that. This one right here. The Gray. On Netflix. That's The Gray Man. You said the name wrong. The Gray Man on Netflix. <laughs> on Netflix. <laughs> it's not just The Gray. It's, 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 it's The Gray Man. The it's gray not man. just Gray. Seems kind of like a Keanu Reeves. Um, what's that? John, John Wick. Wick. Never seen those. That's a fun fact for you today. Never seen a John Wick. Only movie. seen the first one. Hmm. Kill his dog. Yeah, and he goes ape shit, right? Yeah, rightfully so. Well, that's all I got for you, Ty. I got nothing else. Would you murder someone if they killed Maurice? Yeah, I think I would. <laughs> I think so. I can see he's snapping. <laughs> I think going I would. that direction. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Got those next week, following week. Uh, there's DC Super Pets. With The Rock and, and Kevin Hart. Kevin Best Hart. Buds. Mm-hmm. They did a video where they did that tortilla challenge. I saw that. I actually thought that video was really funny. I'm not going to lie. That's they're, they're good. They're enjoyable together. On social media, they're like, oh, my God, this is so funny. You have to watch. I'm like, this isn't that funny. And then I watched it, and I was like chuckling. I was like, this actually was Kevin funny. Hart couldn't keep it fucking together. He just kept laughing the entire fucking time. Kevin Hart's funnier than he gets credit for. I think he's the, like the number one comedian in the world. I think he gets plenty of credit. I feel like he... I feel like he's like the Bryce Harper comedy where he like got a little overrated and then people started underrating him. Like he became established. So people don't give Kevin Hart like he became Hollywood. So it's like, yeah, in terms of popularity. Yes, he's the biggest. I don't know. I just never hear people like, yeah, you ever see Kevin Hart? I you like people asking if they've ever seen Kevin Hart. you, You see that new Kevin Hart special? I don't know if it's his latest one. I watched a Kevin Hart special. It came out like 2020, right when the pandemic started. It was fucking hilarious. He's fantastic. I, I think he's like the most popular. He's one of the top paid. And he's by far like the most popular in cinema. He just makes some bad movies. Sure. He's a volume shooter. 100%. 100%. And he, I mean, he just does his thing though. And it's fantastic. If you haven't seen that special that came out, I'm sure he has another one on Netflix, but it came out like 2020, maybe late 2019. Really funny. I don't even remember what's in it, but I just remember laughing my ass off. The the duality of the fact that he became like best friends 
with just a giant fucking ripped dude as a very short black man. It's just incredible because, like, they're just so fucking opposite. Yeah. And they work so well together. They've done, like, fucking five movies together now or something like that. I think The Rock is naturally funny, too. I didn't say that. He wasn't. I know. I'm just saying. I think. Oh. No, they're they're fucking great guys. together. Yeah. yeah. The Rock does really good serious funny, and Kevin Hart does really good like slapstick funny. And yeah. that combination just works so it's, well. You know what? John Cena and Little Rail Howery can be like the B plus version of that's Kevin Hart. They're and the entirely Rock. like the Walmart version. <laughs> they're you like, got I mad wanna... at me when I said Little Rail Howery was want to be Kevin Hart I, in yeah, Vacation that's, Friends. That's fair, but tell me Vacation Friends wasn't made with. The Rock and Kevin Hart you, that's first imagined as the 100% like, a, I want to watch a Rock and Kevin Hart movie. We have a Rock and Kevin Hart movie at home. The movie at home is John Cena and Lil <laughs> Rock. Howery. And I love him. I love John Cena, but. They're both fantastic. <laughs> I hope to see more movies with John Cena and, and Lil Rel, um in the future. Me too. <laughs> Maybe they make one based on a board game. Oh, there we go. I like it. Maybe they make one. What other ride along? No, that was Ice Cube. Uh, Secret Intelligence. Secret Intelligence. Yes, two of those, right? Uh, no, just one, I think. Hmm. I don't know, but yeah, we'll <laughs> probably what maybe Super Pets. What else was there in two weeks from now? Um, Vengeance. The uh, dude from The Office, Ben Novak. Is that his name? Yeah, I think so. Um, where he does a podcast about a girl who died, and it has Ashton Kutcher in it. We'll figure it out. It looks very good. BJ Novak, not bad. <laughs> you got anything else? That's it. In the meantime, be a good friend, everybody. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.
This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.